What's up, y'all? Daniel, NewEraBarbering.com. I know it's been a little while since I have uploaded a podcast or really or really just anything onto YouTube. Um, of course, I've been working in the Elevated Mentorship Program with other barbers, uh, allowing them to build their business. And honestly, I just haven't had shit to say recently. I've just been working. Um, I have like a little bit of a slower day. Today's Friday. Um, and I thought I should at least upload <laughs> at least something like a podcast or anything. Um, because I've been on calls with a lot of barbers who are interested in getting into the program. And I, I've been seeing a lot of trends lately. Um, and I might make a few podcasts today going over that. Um, a couple of trends I see. Um, one is barbers who actually, you know, because of last year's pandemic, and then now everything seems to be opening up again. Um, you know, they raise their prices. However, um, nothing's happening. And in fact, they kind of are, are rooting their business or they're making a lot less overall. Um, and they weren't, or they've been in that position for a while and they thought it would pick up and it hasn't. That's been one trend. Um, so I'm definitely going to make a podcast on that because that is, that is somewhat of an issue. I think um, we, at least I saw a lot of barbers who went up probably, um, it wasn't justified for their business to go up, but they felt um, motivated to. And it wasn't the best decision long-term, right? Short-term makes them feel good, creates the facade that you're better than what you are. Uh, long-term kind of fucks up the business. And I've seen this a lot. So we'll come at least um, maybe the podcast after this, this recording, uh, kind of talk about solutions to fix that if that is your situation. Or if you're on the edge of doing something like that, how to avoid breaking the business, as I like to call it. Uh, however, on this one, I, I want to talk about a little bit, a, a somewhat different topic. It's still around the, the idea of business for a lot of barbers. And one problem that I do see, and it, it, it plays a part in what happened with COVID, especially last year and, and lockdown. Um, you know, every about every 10 to 15 years, typically, um, and you can look this up on Google, like there will be something that bad that happens to the economy, right? Something crashes, um, something goes on like a lockdown. It's, it's, it's a chaotic world, but like these patterns and trends, um, they're almost like natural law, right? Um, and it's been going on for, I mean, like you just look, look at a graph. It's, it's really astonishing. It's almost like every 10 to 15 years, something crashes and, you know, puts a lot of people, um, out of work or as I like to think about it, it wipes away the majority of the players playing the game of business, right? And that, that's, I somewhat think of business as a game. Obviously, there's strategy involved. Um, but, you know, not a lot of individuals think themselves as players of a game, more so just um, an individual who is independent um, and self-sustaining. Yet, you know, you can still lose this game. And, you know, I think we saw a lot of people last year, they, they panicked. They hit the panic button because they were not prepared. They... they um, you know, they, they didn't build this thing that I think of as, as a war chest, meaning like cash reserves, money in the bank. Um, they enjoyed the good times too often, and they didn't prepare for, you know, these um, this natural law of like, eventually, it's not always going to be good. Um, and we saw a lot of people who were worried, stressed out, uh, in over their heads because they, they, I mean, they were just kind of blindsided by this. And I think if, no matter if you're like a, a barber who's been cutting for a while, I'm sure you've seen... Uh, this trend throughout your life, you know, back in 2007, 2008, financial uh, crisis. Um, in last year, <laughs> COVID, I mean, people were out of jobs, people getting laid off and people weren't spending as much money. Um, even if you're somebody who's, who's a little bit younger, maybe not been able to um, see this stuff. I'm, I'm 27 myself, so I, I didn't really, I mean, I was like in what, 
708. That was like six, no, no, seventh, eighth grade for me. Sixth, seventh grade, maybe. So, I mean, I, I didn't really know what the hell was going on. Honestly, I wasn't paying attention to that. I was um, trying to get my math homework completed, right? So, you know, even even seeing this was, I mean, it was it wasn't a wake up call, but it was more of like a oh, this is what um, you know I learned about, or just you know kind of was told about, and now I'm actually getting to see a real life example of this thing. Um, and what happens at least every 10 to 15 years with these um, trends in the economy is that, you know, like I said before, a majority of the players playing the game of business in whatever industry it may be um, get wiped away, right? Think of it as, um, what is it? Uh, if you've ever played that, that board game, Shoots and Ladders, right? Um, the, what is it? The shoot is, you know, it sends you back down um, the board, the ladder, you get to climb up. Think of it as that cash reserves allows you in times of that are hard for everybody else, take advantage of lower pricing or just be able to um, weather the storm and be able to come out, you know, ahead of the game and have 80 to 90% of the other players wiped off and starting back at zero while you're still, you know, kind of at the place where you were at when, when bad times hit, which gives you a major advantage over everybody else. Um, and I don't think enough people are, are thinking about this in the barber industry. Again, a lot of our industry is more people who um, get into it just to make enough money to live, right? Like rent, maybe buy a house, you know, have a family, and that's it. it but there's no real strategy in terms of how to grow this. I think that mentality uh, really goes into and, and shocks people when, you know, I say within the Elevated Mentorship Program in the new era of barbering, um, you know, we're more focused on getting barbers who are stuck at the 5 to 10K mark up to like... 15, 20, 30, uh, 25 or $30 or not $30, $30,000 a month, right? 30K a month. And it's, I, I think a lot of people are a little bit discouraged sometimes from barbering, especially at first, because you're around a lot of individuals who are not financially stable. Um, they're kind of struggling. They're a lot older and you kind of future tense yourself and you're like, hold up. Um, this is not, there's no way in hell I'm, I'm going to be like this. Like, this is not going to be my future. Or it, maybe you're not even aware of that. And maybe after this podcast, you might just go out and just start looking and observing other players in the game, uh, meaning other barbers. And you will start seeing, you know, these trends of people who just, they, they set themselves up to be a barber for life, cutting hair for 25, 30, 40 bucks, um, doing 12, 14 hour days, right? And yet, even at that age, they are still not, um, in a position to leave, they have to stay cutting hair or, you know, they're, they're, they're more, they, they basically like what I'd like to think of it as, as well as like, you know, they kind of sold their soul, um, to, to the long hours and, and they traded, I mean, there, there was a deal taking place, right? They traded a lot of their time for just a little bit of money. And they traded that, that time they could have been building something better to then eventually exit and instead didn't take advantage of that time. And that's, because I've also seen like people will always comment either on my Instagram, they'll either send me a really mean DM or even on, on YouTube, right? Um, I mean, these comments are, are uh, shocking a little bit because, you know, I'm, I'm more, I'm always somebody who's more um, trying to push things forward, right? I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to improve the business. I'm trying to improve uh, and grow things to really a level that somebody has never really heard of prior. Um, and, you know, you see some of these people who are more mad about, you know, we have barbers who 
been able to get up to 100, 150, 200 bucks plus just for a simple haircut and think that's, that's wrong when it's, um, it's, it's really not. I mean, if you run your business properly, you, you will, you know, and you get those clients who will pay those prices in it, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Nobody's holding anybody captive, but this is the overall mentality that a lot of barbers share. Uh, it's more of a scarcity mindset. It's more of a mindset, uh, that, that really isn't progressive. Um, it, it's more crabs in the bucket and more poverty uh, linked. And it's, it's not something that's going to get you to, again, making 15, 20, 30K a month. Um, now, going back to basically the topic of this, um, basically the one thing that, you can, that all barbers should be able to do or can do right now to improve their business um, is start working on basically building the war chest, right? I think a lot of people overall... Um, and it's a hot topic in the industry, right? Um, I see it a lot when I do go on um, to either uh, post or let's say I'm doing a Q&A call with, with uh, the customers inside of Elevated Mentorship. Uh, and we're kind of going through and reviewing some things. I'll see things pop up. And I think a lot of individuals are too, short, too short-minded and too focused on the appearance of looking like they're successful, meaning like charging more, um, being able to brag about pricing or whatever it may be, right? Instead of actually, you know, because I'll get in calls with these individuals as well too, who want, they're, they're, they've done that, they've uh, put up the facade, I like to call it, and they'll try to get into the program. And we'll go over their whole entire business. We'll go over the financials. Uh, we'll go over what is even, what is actually truly happening with the marketing, right? We'll get a lot of people who post a lot, do really great numbers, views-wise, have great followers, yet um, two to three clients a month, new clients at least, which is really shitty. Um, and we can cut right through all that noise. Um, but the one thing, you know, you shouldn't be going after that. Yet, most people will try to try to um, go after the facade. will try to go after raising prices because of, um, I think it's like an ego thing, honestly. Uh, I, I kind of see it as like an ego thing or a status thing now. Uh, when it's, it's not any of those things. It's a business move to that you've, you know, built out throughout the, uh, however long you've been at that price point for, you've done the things properly to build it up and you can successfully and skillfully go up without having to worry. Um, because it's still for a majority of individuals, they have to worry or, um, they stress out once they go up. Right. And this is another por- uh, part of that too, because they don't have the cash reserves. They have not built the war chest up yet. So before you even think about going up, I would say the one thing all barbers can do right now to improve it, uh, improve the business at least, uh, just start building the war chest, right? Make it make the business right now more profitable. I'm sure you can look at your financials. You can look at what you're doing each month, uh, and you can spot where you're bleeding at. Meaning, like money's coming out too often, or you're spending too much uh, money on unnecessary things, more for facade reasons, image reasons, um, and not, you know, for a long-term sense. And you know that is what building a war chest is. You're, you're stashing things away um, to be able to, you know have when war comes and you know war comes every 10 to 15 years so you know there's there's a couple things at least that i'm looking at my notes here um that you can at least start doing then they'll uh, i'll go over at least some issues that barbers have obviously everybody knows you should be profiting more right but there there's there's a lot a lot of times there's these issues a lot of it's personal issues um that hold people back from actually building the war chest we'll kind of cover those and then of course um, some practical solutions that you can implement, uh, if that is your issue, um, in this podcast, at least. So, um, 
again, like the, the first point I was going to, like I kind of already went over is, is really you don't want to look to move in pricing if profits are profits are not at a good level, right? I think a lot of barbers uh, do that in terms of they want to raise their prices so they can make more. And, you know, I'll be on a call with somebody. I'll say, well, why do you want to raise prices? Why do you want to go to the business? And you're like, oh, I'm not making enough. I'm barely, you know, able to save up per month right now. Um, and that's, that's really improper thinking, right? Because you're going to have lifestyle creep. And, and a lot of what I've learned, too, especially with working with barbers in the program, uh, even talking to barbers, the, the ability to think, the ability to um, have, make a rational decision um, and just have a really clean proper thinking and like a worldview, understanding awareness of yourself. Um, I mean, it, it, first of all, it's very rare. Second of all, it's, um, if you don't have that, there's no, there's no tactic that's going to help you at all, to be quite honest, right? Um, and, you know, that's why I've, I've seen myself also working with barbers more on this, more than the tactic side, because the tactic side, it'll come like, just like that, once, once you kind of have these ideas principles, mental models, just in play, right? And you, you should really at least take a look at, you know, just ask why. <laughs> why do I want to move up in pricing, right? Or, you know, if you do have that inclination or just that idea of like, oh, I should, I should reach prices, just ask why. What's, what's the reason? Is it to make more money? Cool. Then why are you not making enough money right now, right? Meaning like, you know, because barbers will be, well, I, I just don't see enough at the end of the month. Well, all right, well, what's happening in that month then, right? Let's say you're making 5K, right, for, just for example. You're making $5,000 a month. You're telling me that you spend $4,500. Um, you have $4,500 in expenses. Somewhere down the line, you made some really fucked up mistakes, and you have some really fucked up decision-making. If you have that as, like, your, um, you know, as your medium, and, you know, there wasn't a lot, whole lot of planning, and there should be cutting out more than... Um, adding more, right? Less is more with this thing. So you don't want to start adding more on. You don't want to start like having to do more because, you know, that'll lead to more services, more work, more chaos. And the thing will just start mutating itself and growing into like this. Um, I, I think of it as like a mind virus because it really mutates itself. It, it, if you don't take care of this thing and you don't take care of your clean thinking, this thing can really take dif a, a different life of itself. Um, so that's number one. You, you really want to make sure you get good a good lean business. You want to make sure you're at least understanding what's going out, what's coming in per month. Um, and you know, if you aren't saving that much, well, just look at what the hell you're doing, right? You're probably eating out too much. Um, you're like, that's always number one, especially if you're in a relationship, you're always going to be eating out way too much. You and you got to get, you got to bear down the seriousness thing too, right? Like, you know, you can't just be a wuss and be like, oh, she's going to hate me because like we're not going out. Just look, you, you're planning for the future. This is obviously somebody that you're going to want to spend time with for a while, right? Long period of time. Um, you know, financial wise, you guys probably have to be really well off or at least cool. Um, and, and that's going to take, you know, it's probably it's going to be a bigger priority than just going out and figuring out like what, where to eat out that night, right? That's always like the first thing. Eating out, if you have any vices, smoking weed, drugs, uh, alcohol, partying, all this other stuff, um, you could easily cut that out too. And what I see this a lot of, to, a lot of times is, um, you know, it's, it's more short-term thinking. It's more short-term decision-making. Um, why the financial, like there's no profitability in the business. All like the month's um, expenses came from short-term decisions. Like, and they were, they, the half-life of them, I mean, they, the decisions, 
I mean, they were so short, right? Like, let's say alcohol. All right, cool. You drink some alcohol, you go out and party. That's one night, right? Saturday night. I mean, that's kind of done. The half-life of that or the second, third order consequences. First of all, it's a drug. So it's going to get you addicted. Been there before. Um, not, the, not the best place to be in, to be quite honest. Um, not like addicted or anything like that because alcoholic. But I mean, just like, yeah, enjoyed partying, enjoyed uh, going out. But you should definitely do it less. Now, the second order consequences of, let's say you go out, have a good time, spend money. First order consequence, obviously money's out of the bank. You had a good time. Woo, right? Um, second order consequences, you're going to have one hell of a hangover unless, you know, you just didn't have that much fun. Um, and, you know, third, you're probably going to be out of it. It's going to affect your work throughout the rest of the week. You're going to be sloppy, lazy, um, making really, really bad decisions. Fourth order consequences, guess what? Another five, six, seven days later, you're going to want to do it all over again. And it's this really, really vicious cycle because, again, too, it does get like um, – Alcohol is a really weird thing because, like, you'll feel shitty, fucked up. You don't want to do it anymore. Uh, seven days later, you want to do it all over again, right? It's like it never happened. Um, and it becomes this really vicious cycle. Um, and this then becomes into really short-term, uh, short-term decision-making, right? Cool. You're just staying in this cycle. Like, this isn't going to last forever. And again, too, like we said prior, 10 to 15 years, something always bad happens, um, and that's not going to be like, oh, wait, you've been partying, you've been enjoying your life so much. <sighs> Never mind, I'm going to miss you. <laughs> you don't, you're not going to get affected by this. This still is going to happen to everybody, right? Obviously. Um, what you want to do is be able to plan long-term, have long-term decision-making. Um, you know, like I said before, with the relationship, if you're going out eating too much, spending too much money on doing stupid stuff, uh, before you actually make that decision, just think, like, what am I actually trying to do? Am I trying to be a barber for the rest of my life? Am I trying to cut hair for the rest of my life? Am I trying to stay at this price point for the rest of my life? Am I trying to build my business? Or do I want to just stay at this position for the rest of my life? Or do I actually want some damn growth? Do I actually want some damn freedom? And do I actually want to excel and have more than what I have right now? If you don't want to have more than what you have right at that moment, by all means, go ahead, splurge, do your thing. If you do want that, you should probably at least take a, a split second and have a sobering thought, right? Take almost like a third-person point of uh, view on, you know, that decision that you're about to make and be like, all right, hold on. It, obviously, this thing is going to be more pleasure-seeking. If it's an investment in, in the business, sure, but still, probably should at least make sure it's the right investment in the business. But you want to at least like start having this type of view on things, Right? Because if not, like you will always, I mean, it's, it's, it's a pattern. It's a pattern of existence. You look at your bank account, it probably stays at the same amount each and every single damn month. And I'm willing to bet once you go up in pricing, if you were to, that bank account would stay the same, stay around the same amount because that's kind of what you're tuning yourself towards instead of the inputs outputs. Meaning, you know, the inputs to that will get the result of money in the bank are your habits, your spending habits, your business uh, money-making habits, uh, and your ability to cut out in um, things that aren't useful. Um, and a lot of times, like, you'll just kind of get yourself attuned to, let's say you have, like, 10K in the bank. doesn't matter what you make. If you're just attuning yourself to that as, like, your North Star, 10K in the bank, 10K in the bank, 10K in the bank. Um, no matter how much money is coming in, you could be doing, I don't know, 50k a month or something like that right and you could still just end up at 10k in the bank because that's kind of like well, you, anything you see higher than that you're like oh i can spend money I'm, i can get i can enjoy myself and you'll 
you'll bury that thing back down. Now, obviously, that's a more extreme um, um, example. I think a lot of individuals, especially as barbers, um, reside much lower, like anywhere between 1000 to maybe 3k in the bank, which is very, very like, I mean, that's scary, um, to be quite honest. I mean, that is no way to like, even think that you can support a family on and like, at least um, comfortably, like Jesus, you might you, you would be stressing the hell out each and every single month, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to live um, without stress. And that causes like a lot of health issues, right? So you want to think about these things long term, like, what do you what do I want my life to be like? Do I want to be stressed? Do I want to be um, you know, in this position of, um, where I'm struggling each month and each month is a grind and a hustle. Cause guess what? That is what most barbers want when they first start out grind and hustling it out. But that's not very sexy when you get older at all. Right. In fact, it kind of looks, um, a little bit like loserish. Um, if you, you know, you say you want to, to be good and be build a business and yet you are still having these, um, tendencies. So clean this up right now. Again, to look to remove lifestyle creep, pleasure expenses, or stupid buying. Kind of went over that as well, too, with that last point. Um, I think that the final point of just, you know, improving this on, on, on what you can do, um, you know, start treating yourself and your business as if it was something um, and really that you were someone that you deeply cared about, right? I, I don't think enough people, um, I mean, you mistreat yourself all the damn time. Just think about it for a quick second. I can think about times like before when I was, um, kind of running a very average business as a barber, um, charging like 20, 30 bucks, not making that much. Um, I didn't treat myself that well, meaning like I didn't take care of myself. Um, in fact, I think you could probably, depending if you, if you played video games and what video game you played, right? Think about it if somebody like has played either 2K, I used to play NCAA when that game was out. That's how long I have not played video games uh, since then. Um, but you know, and all like these other video games, you could obviously create like your own player and you care for that player, right? You, you ensure like, let's say if it's a sports, um, character or sports video game, you're going to make sure you train that, that character to improve it and skill set, right? So it can get a better overall, can excel at what you are doing, have a better skill set. Um, you know, and, and your, your whole idea is, to, is optimized around getting this player better. Yet when it comes to an individual's life like your own, um, a lot of times I would find I, I don't have that same seriousness or I don't have that same care with myself. I, I'm just kind of lazy. Um, I, I'm scared of, of, of improving the business, of working with people, with um, doing things that can have a good ROI on my business or um, just overall, like, you know, transcend self really at, at, at the core of it. Um, you know, and, and you also have to treat your, your business the same, right? This is like a living entity. This is like a, um, I mean, I feel like I am in a relationship with my business. I'm single now, but like, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I've always been in a relationship with my business overall. Um, and you know, kind of think of it as like a, um, I mean, I used to play Halo too, again, too, or, or Gears of War. Um, or even Assassin's Creed and like, you know, the missions or the campaigns that you're on, you know, I used to treat those like really serious. Like I would like really work at them really like, um, improve like the efficiency or just whatever it may be of like what I need to do accomplish. If there was a task that need to be done, I'm gonna go do it right away so I can continue improving the story overall. But when it, guess what, when it came to my business, when it came to like actually being a business owner, that same, that same thing wasn't there. That same little edge was, was, was missing. And it just, it's, it's this weird thing, like we'll treat other things and other people maybe better than what we treat ourselves. Um, and I think you just have to like look at 
um, yourself and your business uh, of what you're running as a barber, obviously, as something you actually give a shit about and you care um, and you want to have, you know, you have the best interest for those things and you'll do those things. Like, cause, you know, if you think about it, like, then why would somebody get into drugs? Why would somebody like not work on saving up money or, or building war chests? Like, you know, these are very just like personal issues that bleed into your business all damn day and you can easily fix these up if you just cared about it, right? Um, actually had some craftsmanship with your work, actually like improve the business, right? Instead of just talking about it. Now, there are some reasons obviously why somebody cannot fix or improve the financial stability like we kind of talked about prior with the prior points. Um, kind of already talked about as well too. One reason why somebody's not going to be able to improve, I mean, the, the, there's two short-term thinking pleasure seeking, right? You got to be able to spot these things and these habits as well. Because a lot of times these, these um, neural pathways are like ingrained in yourself. Um, and they're, you know, the brain and, and neural pathways, I mean, they're, they're electronic signals sent, right? And they take the path, the path of least resistance. So if something is, you know, let's say is not hard and grain, there's no electrical current running through there. And it's not like a wide, um, even though your brain, it's not going to have like wide paths, but it's not like a, like if you could imagine like a road, um, or like a walkway, it's not a wide walkway. It's like a very narrow, it's very like hard to walk through. Like, you know, not a whole lot can get through there. You're, you're going to go through the more spacious route. Um, that might've been a really bad example, but, um, or let's say like with water. So, um, you know, if there's, <clears throat> if there is a like microscopic hole at the bottom of a water bottle versus like a two inch wide hole, guess where all the water is going to be coming out from <laughs> that two inch wide hole. It's a path of least resistance, right? It's not, there's not so much resistance keeping that water in. It's just letting it flow out as easily as possible. And that's the same thing with these habits, these short-term thinking and pleasure seeking. Um, if you have not been aware of them, like, you know, they, they will ruin your life. They will ruin your business and they will keep you at the same level for however long until you become aware of these things. I think self-awareness, um, while you're a business owner, is probably one of the biggest things and biggest assets you can, um, I don't know if you can, can create, but just, I don't want to say become aware of self-awareness, but, you know, to at least uh, implement, I guess, is self-awareness and just being aware of, like, your thoughts, your actions, where they come from, why are you doing things, are they long-term, short-term, what's going on, because most people are kind of, um, you know, like, um, shit, if you want to go back on video games, like, again, too, like, I used to play Madden. There was this thing called, like, you know, you can uh, simulate a season. Like, let's say, because I really just enjoyed um, doing, like, the free agency trades, building the team up to become better. I didn't really care about playing the game. I just was more into the uh, the building of the team. So I, was, I would sim simulate seasons and simulate, like, all the games so I could just get to, like, the free agency and trades and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, most people are just kind of living – on like that simulation of just, you know, like they're not aware, they're not, they're not taking the controls of like their business. And, and, you know, that's why I kind of focus on, especially with elevated mentorship. Um, I think I've, I've said it, uh, on the website too. I know I've said it many times, you know, I just give barbers the actual controls to run their business efficiently. And for the first time, right. Cause most of them are, are on autopilot. Most of them are in the simulation mode of just listening to like whoever the hell they listen to in barber school, who, honestly, was working in barber school because they weren't a successful barber. Um, and they, they never did anything. You know, they kind of just got exactly what that other barber got, always got. Or they're going off misinformation from other people, which is really bad. And they don't critically think about things. So, you know, you should definitely... That is one issue, like I said before. The short-term thinking uh, or the pleasure-seeking. Um, you want to spot those habits. 
and, and that is one reason why somebody can't financially improve. Another reason is obviously there's just no plans for growth and really hasn't thought about you know, their future and their wants and their needs. Like we said prior, do you always want to be doing this damn thing? Do you always want your business at this level? Do you think if you had a family that depended on you, um, would you be able to have that peace of mind or would you be stressed the hell out? And I don't think enough people like actually think about this. I go onto calls with barbers and I, I mean, it's very simple. I ask them, all right, you know, what's, what's kind of going on in business? What's the problem? Uh, why can't you get to where you want to go? And then where do you want to go? Right. How much you want to charge? What's the structure of this thing? At least like working day wise. And then how much you want to charge? And it's very surprising to me that not a whole lot of people actually think about these damn things. Not a whole lot of people actually think about how much they want to make. I even put a thought into how much they want to charge. They're just like, a lot of times I hear this answer. When I ask that question, a lot of bars will tell me this. Oh man, I honestly haven't thought about it. And I just kind of stay quiet because it's like, well, time to think about it now. Cause like, this is what we're, this is the direction we're going in. Um, and so you actually have to have some type of idea where the hell you're going to go with this thing. If you don't, or if you shoot like really low again to all have barbers who will come on the, on the calls charging 30 bucks. I tell them, all right, what do you want to charge? They'd say they want to charge 50 bucks. I said, why the hell do you need my help? You're 20 bucks off. You really need my help doing that. All right. Again, too, you're at 30 bucks. You want to get to 150, 200, probably a lot of things that need to be that need to be changed up in your business to get you that level could probably help you doing that 50 bucks. Could I help you do that? Obviously really quick, but that's not going to be a reason for us to work together. You could just easily do that shit on your own. And a lot of times it's more, I can tell that the barber just really hasn't thought beyond that point. They've attached themselves so closely to like this lower level thinking of like, well, nobody else has done it in my area. Well, there probably is a reason for that because everybody else probably thinks like you as well. And the reason why you think the way you think is because, well, you know, you've only talked to people in your area who are the same mindset, same crabs in the bucket mentality, same scarcity mentality and, and, and aren't really doing the right things. So yeah, obviously, you know, you're probably going to have some type of mentality that hasn't at least put some thought into this, even just wrote it down on a pen and paper, right? What do you want your life to be like in like 20 years, 30 years? I mean, this is very, very simple stuff that you could listen to some hypey podcast about some guy yelling um, and you'll probably learn the same damn thing. Um, the next thing, I kind of also wonder this, I mean, you know, a lot of people, why they can't improve the financial stability is again, too, they settle for what everyone else around them is doing. Um, and this comes into that group think model, right? Um, a lot of times, I mean, do you think about like, back in like high school, um, for me at least, um, a lot of my friends, they were into cars. They wanted like sound, they wanted like uh, speaker systems. They wanted like souped up cars and they were really, they were really passionate about that. They were really into like building their cars and, and, and fix them up and like going to car meets. Um, and honestly, I did not give a shit about cars. <laughs> I never played with hot wheels. I, I really was not a car guy at all. Still not. Um, drive a Toyota Corolla. So I, I really don't give a shit about, about that. Um, but for some reason I got into it. Like, you know, I, I started like, Oh man, I'm gonna have speakers in my thing. Oh man, I'm going to soup up my, my, my car. Oh man, I want to buy this, you know, like for no damn reason. And it's, it's really like when you're around that type of thinking, like, I mean, afterwards I'm like, what the, I mean, even now I'm like, what the hell was I even thinking? I don't even like cars. I didn't even like the th that thing. I was just kind of going along with like what everybody else around me was doing. And I think that's also happens. Um, I mean, not also, it for damn sure happens, even with like career-wise, career focus in terms of like, who are you hanging around people that, um, 
you know, what they, what they want to be able to make um, and what they think they should do with their money. You know, a lot of people too, when I was um, at least coming into out of high school uh, into, I guess, barbering, all people really wanted to focus on was, oh, I just want to make, make enough money to travel. Jesus Christ, I wish, like, I, that's, traveling is the last thing on my mind. I, even retiring, um, not, even, not even close on my mind because I just like to build things. I like to solve problems. I like to build things. I want to build like really great companies. Um, and I don't enjoy taking time off to be quite honest. I, I like maybe to recharge, refresh and just take a step back, but just to do that, just to do it. Jesus Christ. Like you have to be some lazy ass person for that. And again, too, if that's what you like, this probably is not your podcast, right? Um, because I'm just not that individual. I really enjoy progressing. I really enjoy uh, transcending what I thought I could do or like what the typical belief of what somebody in industry can do. Uh, and I really enjoy, like I said, building things. I really enjoy um, I really enjoy the challenge of it. Um, and it really, like that, that, I think what most people enjoy about traveling, about them feeling alive, I feel most alive when I'm building things. And that's also why I kind of stepped away from making content all the damn time because it wasn't going towards my business. It was going towards my business when I was cutting hair. Um, definitely not now though. Um, I guess maybe sometimes to at least like help some future um, customers of the program, um, get a little bit more awareness on what we do, get a little more awareness of me, um, my, ideal, my ideas, um, and really you know, if this could be the right fit for them. But at the end of the day, I'm completely indulged with helping my customers get their business to the next level. Um, so, and this did, this would never happen unless like I kind of remove myself from that group thing type of thing. Again, too, I, shit, I probably would have had like the most souped up, <laughs> like fast and furious type of, type of car and I wouldn't even liked it, right? Um, and you kind of need to like really... <clears throat> remove yourself from these things and, and really ask like, what, what the hell am I doing this? Do, do I really like this? Or am I just kind of going on with the flow of what everybody else is, is doing? Um, and we kind of see this in industry too, right? I think we see it a lot uh, with people who are trying to create like some type of brand or like a, I don't know, like some type of like product line when they don't have created a business yet. And it's like, well, why? And it's like, well, you know, you look at people who they're around in the shop or their friends and they're all, they all have the shitty shitty things. They all have shitty brands. They just do it for a look. They do it for like, because they think it looks cool, but nobody's yet to do anything really great. Right. Um, and you know, in fact, you kind of start looking at it and you're like, wait, I don't even like doing this either. Like, this isn't what I, what I want to be doing. I actually just want to build the damn business and be great at that. I don't really care what the hell it is. Um, so it comes into like a little bit more critical thinking. Um, but that is, that is, that is a major thing that I, at least I saw with myself, of, you know, especially when I wasn't financially stable, just settling for what everybody else around me was uh, doing and like that worldview of what I thought my life would, uh, was like. But instead, I'm, I was just too damn lazy to actually um, decide and think for myself. Uh, I think that's like one of the worst things, too, is like when you just kind of go along with what other people say. I think that's why a lot of people want to get into real estate or whatever that may be because they, they they're a lot of people say that and they're like, oh, man, because it's it, you know, it's a good opportunity. I'm like, do you really think that or did you did you just um, we're just talking to somebody and they told you that and you're like, man, that sounds good because that's what a lot of people do. Um, last thing I want to do is get into like real estate right now. Um, and that's for my own personal reasons. I don't want to take care of any um, tenants. I don't want to do any of that shit. Trust me, like I'd rather just build my business with what, what I'm doing right now. Um, and because uh, I'll, I'll think for myself. All right, I don't need anybody to tell me what they think a good opportunity is. I'll, I'll just think about like, well, what do I want, right? 
Now, <clears throat> next thing of why people can't improve their financial stability, um, Jesus, yeah, following low quality advice, um, buying pleasures, buying the facade that they live. Again, a lot of times when, when I was um, uh, growing up or even like people, when, when, even when I was cutting hair and people knew I was making pretty decent money, um, they, you know, people start telling you what you should, what you should do with that money. Now that you're making that, you need to look like you, like you, um, make that type of money, right? Um, you need to like go here, wear this, buy this. Oh, you should get this. Oh man. Did you see this? This is really cool. And again, too, it comes back to this like group thing thing. Like I didn't want any of that shit. <laughs> I just wanted to continue. I really just enjoyed, um, building things. Um, like I remember when I was younger, I, I really just wanted to become a professional athlete, not because of like the fame or anything like that. I, I remember just saying to people like, because I just, I would just really like to, I enjoy training. I enjoy training for something. I really enjoy like um, being locked in, waking up, just like doing the damn thing, going to sleep, doing something better than anybody else is doing. It was never about the money or anything like that. Um, and I think this is also like following low quality advice. I mean, Jesus, I see it on Facebook groups with in some barber uh, in, in the industry. And um, I kind of think, just sit back and think like, what the hell are these people saying? Why are they even saying this? And I hope to God, nobody's actually taking this advice because this is like the worst thing possible. Um, and, you know, sometimes you just have to really question, um, you know, again, too, a critical thing. Why the hell is this person saying this? Is this actually working? Um, and I think a lot of times, and I've talked to barbers in it before too, um, and they, they agree with this as well, too. A lot of times, all you really need to do is, um, Jesus, I've seen this before. People just buy followers. Um, they'll be the loudest. They'll sound the most convincing. And then all of a sudden, everybody will take that damn thing as truth. Please at least, like, really question why the fuck somebody's saying something. Because that can be, like, one of the worst. That could be, like, it, it's um, these false gatekeepers, right? Um, that say that, you know, business requires this, this, this to in order to do this or um all you need to do is this and this will happen and that will get people really in a fucked up state right look at the end of the day you can do whatever you want but i'm also just speaking from my own uh, experience and what i've seen other barbers who have been in the program as well just talking to barbers um shit for like a year now <laughs> who want to be in the program um and it's it's always this trend of of just like I'm like, well, where, where, did, where the hell did you hear this from? Oh, I went to this one class or I went to this one thing. I'm like, I don't even know who the hell that is. Why would you listen to that person? Um, and then I kind of just go into, well, what's their business like? Oh, they're only charging 30. I'm like, shit, dude, do you, do you, do you want to do that? Because <laughs> that's, that's what's going to get you. Um, or just, again, to the opposite. Sure, somebody's making good money, but again, they're they're buying into pleasures, they're buying into a facade, they want to put up a facade, an image of themselves that really isn't um that that's not in accordance with reality. There's perception and there's reality, and a lot of people live in the perception of things uh, instead of the reality. And I think for myself, even I, I got caught up in that a little bit. Sometimes when you're too much on social media, that thing will just really rot out your idea of what reality and perception is. Um you can get caught up in, in some bad trends. Um but you have you have to fight to stay to stay really within that reality space. You have to re really really like audit yourself um, and your decisions and who you're listening to, um, because a lot of people, even like people that you you might look up to, honestly, um, shit, they put on this 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 more um, facade and they 
again, it, it's more of the perception thing. What do people think about them? And is this going to make their perception look better than actually what the reality is? I just rather play in, play in reality. You could take it or leave it with myself, right? I don't really give a shit anymore, <laughs> to be quite honest. Um, and I think you always have to audit people who, um, I mean, this, this also takes like, um, exp- I mean, just experience kind of like, um, I mean, I've been taking advantage of, of um, in business opportunities or just things of that nature. And um, you kind of just start understanding like these, these, um, these underlying principles or like these really like these red flags that you kind of wrote off. It's like, ah, oh, but this sounds good. Uh, and you should have been paying attention to other things, right? Um, it's kind of like really, really um, abstract. But hopefully, I mean, if you've been there, you can somewhat understand. If not, trust me, you will have to at least like um, go through some, some vetting process of just learning. Everybody has to learn of like, you know, who to listen to, what not to listen to. Um, and you're going to make some mistakes along the way. But as long as you're learning quickly and not learning slowly, that's always the best, um, it's always the best practice. Uh, finally, why somebody cannot improve financial stability is um, even on lean living, um, they're basically breaking even, right? So maybe that you could do everything I just talked about and you could fix up everything. But the reality of the fact is, is like, um, you just don't make enough, right? Maybe let's say you make $1,000 a month. I mean, and you have rent, maybe you live in a really good state that has low, um, you know, cost of living, which is great. But reality of it is you're still making it, you know, still only like having to work with a thousand bucks. Right. Um, and more, more than likely these individuals, if you're, if you're doing that as a barber, um, you just need to take your shit more seriously. Honestly, um, use this as like a little bit of a wake up call. Let's get some, let's get a little bit more responsible about this thing. Right. Let's not be too scared. Um, let's not just get caught up in your head too much or, or, you know, there's multiple reasons why, and we'll kind of go over that, uh, next. Um, but yeah, a lot of times the people who are just breaking even still, even when they do live lean, even when they do, um, all the things we kind of just said prior, um, you just need to work. And I hate saying that, but you know, sometimes you, you know, a lot of times I'll have barbers who hop on calls and I'll, I'll even, um, I'll even vet people out of like, look, you know, if you're like into, if you're, you're doing like under four to five K a month, there, there's still a lot more room for you to grow, um, on your own that, you know, you could probably get that business up to a good level. Am I saying that I'm, I'm not going to work with anybody making under that? No, of course they're going to like, I have plenty of barbers who have, you know, I've worked with in the program who started out with that, but the more of the trends that I see is more laziness, um, especially with individuals, um, the, who want just, they're, they're, they're too lazy. They're, they don't work hard enough. They blame everything else and they want somebody else to fix it for them. Right. And I'm not in that type of business. If you think that way, please, uh, please understand. First of all, do not, do not try to apply to work with me. Cause I will not, I will decline that immediately. Um, but also too, like you, sh- you should really, you should really take a hard look at yourself. Um, what you're doing, like, okay, is this, is this, um, Am I really bullish, bullshitting myself? Um, am I really living in, 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 am I really in touch with, in, in tune with reality? Or am I just like too caught up with some bullshit, right? Um, and more times than not, you know, some, some people, or even if you're just starting out, that could be a reason why too. Now, my computer, my computer screen froze. Now it's back. Now, the, the last thing is like, cool. So we went over, of course, what you can do. 
um, to approve financial stability, uh, some issues that might happen and occur of why you can't. Um, let's at least get into some ways that you can solve this, right? So kind of starting off what we t- were talking about before in terms of uh, lean living, but you're breaking even, even or even just any of the other ones. Um, I think this can like relate to everything else. Number one, um, if you have any of these issues, you probably should stop p- blaming and pointing the finger um, as if it's everybody else except you. Um, trust me, it's not your clients. It's not the sh- city you work in. It's not the barbershop you work in. It's not the people you work around. It's not the environment that you're in. It, trust me, it's all you. And as, as blunt as that may sound, um, it's more of like the, um, if you, when you actually come to grips with that, it's, it's a very, um, I don't want to say rewarding, but it, it does, you do, you do calm down because, you know, it reminds you, yeah, I'm in control of this damn thing. And you know what? It is my fault that I let this thing, you know, get out of hand or I haven't been taking the responsibility that I have, responsibility that I should have been doing, um, and it's, it's, it's quite calming at that fact, right? Because you kind of like straighten up your shit, you get everything in line and you know exactly what you got to cut out, right? And trust me, it's, it's never, it's never your clients. Like I have a lot of people, all oh, my clients just won't pay me that much. Blah, blah, blah. It's not your clients. It's you. They're, they're coming into your business. This is your thing. So act like it, right? It's not your city either. Again, too, you can build uh, a business up to a level that's way higher than what you probably expect yourself to right now. But again, too, you're holding yourself back with those limiting beliefs or with the idea that every it's it's everybody else's problem and you are some golden child whose shit doesn't stink and um you know that's gonna come back and bite you or you could just stay where you're at right um or even the shop right oh this person isn't like treating me well i should be getting this should get this should get this look there are always going to be situations that you know maybe you don't have the upper hand but guess what you can always take control of what you are doing what your output is and um you can damn well, you for sure improve what you're doing without like being this damn victim. Cause that's exactly what you're doing. If you point to anyone else beside yourself, you're a victim. And that's just, um, again, too, a little blunt, but sometimes being blunt, being straight up and being, having that honesty with yourself about, about something that you run, which is your business. It's not my business like that you own. It is your business. So take some control of it. And honestly, owning and running a business will show you exactly where your flaws are at. And if you're aware of things or if you're aware that things are not going well, well, that's probably a telltale sign that something is not right with you and right with your thinking. Um, I remember I said this on a, I was talking to a customer in the program. We were kind of working through his business. Um, and I remember that was just like something we kind of got on that topic of like, oh yeah, this happens a lot because you know, a lot of barbers just don't. Um, they don't think properly. They, a lot of, a lot of people just in general, not even barbers, just people in general just don't, um, they don't wear responsibility. They, they kind of just blame everybody else. Probably got taught that as a kid that they can kind of, def, uh, kind of avoid pain or avoid, um, looking like a fool, right? Uh, if they could just point the finger and it's like off of them, that's not, that's not how, how reality works. That's perception, but not reality. Um, next thing, obviously, uh, we kind of talked about, be responsible, track your finances, have a plan, hold, and hold yourself to that standard. Again, too, if you're fluctuating or if you're not, if you don't have a clue what's com- coming in and out of the business, again, it's, it's, not anybody bus- and it's not anybody else's business except yourself. You better take some damn responsibility for this, right? Um, because 
and I tell a lot of barbers this when we get on call, I can't help you if you can't help yourself first. Get get yourself to a good position, 5, 10K a month, and if you want to double, triple that, awesome. We have the systems and processes in place that will help you do that. Before then, it's going to be more of like a you versus you battle, no matter what process or what um, tactic we, we give an individual. It sometimes, like, you know, that, I mean, not sometimes, that would never work, right? It always has to be you have to fix self, and then, you know, we can implement everything else. Um, and this is just simple, like shit, I'm sure wherever you're listening at this at, right. Whether it be, maybe you're in your room, maybe in your car, maybe you're at the barbershop and you look around, right. Just look at whatever is your space that you're in right now. Maybe again, too, it's your car. Maybe it is your bedroom. Maybe it is your apartment. Maybe it is, um, your cut, your haircutting station. Look at that damn thing right now. Would you feel comfortable right now? The way it is taking a picture and having, let's say, I don't know who's, who, what's like a popular news thing. I don't know. Just, just, w- would you be comfortable like posting that? Cause I don't want to say posting on your Instagram. Cause some people might be like, Oh, I only got three followers. I'm not going to care. Right. <laughs> like if, if that was like plastered all over the internet as like, this is your space. Would you feel like pretty, um, self-conscious about it more times than not? I'm willing to bet you will. Right. Even I can have like some boxes and trash that I could probably take out right now. Right. If we look to the worst things that you have, uh, or or that the worst places, I mean, are you hiding it? Are you are you are you taking care of it? Like, you know, just be responsible. With these simple things. Get your life in order. Track your finances. Understand what's coming in, what's coming out. Right. Take some damn control. Have a plan. Write this thing out. Hold yourself to a good standard. Treat yourself like you, like you care actually care about yourself and like you care about your business. Um, and it, you know, these are very simple things that can easily get you up to like that five k per month mark if you just like. Stop making excuses and you can get this thing up, right? Now, um, second thing, uh, or not second thing, third thing of um, we could uh, do to solve these issues, obviously just question the advice you get. Um, and this isn't like question it like, oh man, are you right? Are you wrong? Like, just critically think about it. Like, actually, like I've been told, um, um, you know, these, these podcasts actually help a lot of people think more uh, clearly about like what they should do. Obviously, a lot of stuff makes sense because, you know, I, I've just thought about it critically. I thought about like, well, what, what the hell am I doing this thing for? This doesn't make sense. Like, well, why, why is, why is it being done like this? Or, you know, you just really got to make sure this thing's airtight and you got to like almost take all stances at it and like, see if it actually stands firm. If it doesn't, well, there's probably something wrong with it. Right. Um, you know, a lot of times too, advice that, that, um, you know, people might give you or just, um, even just other people that are in the shop, like let's say other barbers who are, you're around, look, maybe for right now, you all have the same short-term goal. You're a barber, you cut hair long-term wise. That thing's like, I'm willing to bet, like if you have 10 people in the room all in the same industry right now, 10 out of 10, maybe nine out of 10 have the same short-term goal. 10 out of 10 also have, um, 10 out of 10 people also have very different goals long-term wise right? Everybody has a different long-term goal. Everybody might have for the most part, majority wise, the same short-term goal. So it doesn't really make too much sense when, um, you would take somebody's advice that look, same short-term goal, long-term wise, you guys are on the same path. Maybe they just want to be a barber for the rest of their life, charge, charge 30 bucks. Maybe you don't, maybe you want to charge a hundred, 150. 
Maybe you have those goals, right? Doesn't really make sense to take advice from those individuals. So you really want to, again, look at those future, proje uh, future project out. Uh, what, what are they actually going after? What is optimized for? Why would they even be saying this? Again, too, a lot of things that I say, maybe not a whole lot of people would like it because they're too short-term sighted. Maybe they don't have the same long-term goals, which is fine. Again, too, I think um, I'm more... Um, I just want to build some really dope shit, right? And some people just don't want to do that. Some people just want to relax and enjoy and, oh, it's never about the money. Well, all right, we'll see what happens in another 10, 15 years from now. And, uh, you know, if you're going to be complaining to the government, they should give you, hurry up with your stipends, right? Or, or your um, uh, government relief, right? Because that is what happens. People will get, again, they'll start playing this damn victim role. Um, last but not least, um, Oh, this is easy. Come up with daily a daily game game plan of inputs outputs that or game daily game plan of inputs that will generate the outputs that you want. Right? Again, too, if you want to make more money, if you want to like get these things in order, a lot of times it is people focus on the wrong damn thing. A lot of people focus on the output, which is the result. Um, meaning, like, let's say if you want to make uh, $3,000 a month. Let's just say you starting from zero. You want to make 3K. Some people just focus solely on 3K, 3K, 3K. They want to manifest this damn thing. Jesus Christ. If, you, if, that's, if that's your game plan, um, you're going to be taking so damn long to get this thing, all right? What you really want to do is come up with a game plan of inputs, outputs. What are you, inputs are basically the actions or the daily things that you can do every single day, almost like a checklist, that will get you the output, right? A great example of this is um, I used to play baseball in high school. Um, obviously, I wasn't that good, but I thought I was pretty decent, right? Um, and I say that good because obviously I'm not playing anymore. Um, but I remember one season, I thought I was going to do really, really good. Um, sophomore season, I had a really good season playing varsity. Um, I had, like, set these big old goals. Oh, I'm going to hit, like, 400. I'm going to get this many home runs, this many RBIs. And what I did was I focused on the output, which is basically every, after every game, I would ca calculate all my stats my junior year. And I would come up with, like, what I had towards my goal. And then all I would do off of that is like, oh man, okay, my average is like this. I got to get this many hits this next game. And then I got to average this many hits the game after that. And guess what? I sucked. <laughs> I think I wanted to hit like 400. I think I hit like 260. Like just terrible. Like three, like three home runs, like just a completely shitty season. Um, and I remember thinking after that, like, damn, I really fucked up. Something happened. I only have one season left. I got senior season. Um, and all I did next season was I'm like, I'm, don't even show me statistics. Don't even show me what's going on. Let me just focus on staying in the work, right? Just working on daily um, habits and actions of my swing, daily habits of my game to improve that. What ended up happening, again, too, I hit um, really, really well. I think I wanted to hit like 400. I think I hit 420 or something like that. Um, just kind of like every single stat that I wanted to have, I over exceeded in that category. Um, and it was because I just didn't look at the output. I didn't look at the result. I just stayed focused on the inputs and the outputs will figure themselves out. I think uh, Bill Walsh has a book. Um, I don't even know what the, what the title of the book is. There, there's a book that Bill Walsh wrote. I remember hearing about it and it was like, oh, it's that same principle. I know exactly what that book is about. Um, I think it's it's something with like the score will figure itself out or something of that along the lines, right? And basically it's its whole idea is like if you just focus on your job what you're supposed to be doing that play or that drive that play that single split second of what that is supposed to do the score is going to figure itself out don't worry about the score don't look at it don't score word watch don't stat watch if you focus on just that very next play and what your job is and actually do that job to its best ability 
everything like you will get the output that you want right so if you're a business and you want to grow it or it's struggling or let's say even look you you might be you might be making money but it's not getting the profit margins you want just go through a daily inputs outputs all right if i want to save this much money a month daily inputs is i have to look over my expenses i have to track my expenses daily uh, i have to keep it in a tracking sheet i have to um you know make sure i remind myself i'm only gonna um you know switching out things and bills wise uh, in terms of like recurring bills that I can cut down on, uh, find alternatives that are cheaper, um, not go out to eat as much, make my own food, it's these type of things, right? These are the inputs and that will generate you. And if you stay honed in and just really find a good rhythm undoing those, the output's going to happen, right? That's one of the most amazing hacks that you can possibly do. Now, to kind of recap again too, um, one thing that every barber can do right now in their business Look, simply just build up the damn cash reserves. 10 to 15 years, something's always going to happen. You better have be in a good position uh, and have a war chest for when war comes. Because the last thing you want to have is have war happen at your front door. And the only thing you have is a paper sword because you are going to get killed. <laughs> All right. Like, it's, it's just not going to happen. So improve the financial stability of it. Don't look to go up on profit. Uh, don't look to go up on pricing, look to go up on profits uh, and look to uh, stretch out that margin as best you can right now and build a proper business. Don't like get too caught up in the uh, facade or the perception of things. Just stay in reality. Trust me, that's going to help you out a lot. Uh, remove lifestyle creeps, plan long-term and start actually treating your business like a business and like somebody that you care about. So with that, um, hopefully you found something, uh, or that you found this of value. I don't know how long this podcast has been. I do plan on maybe if I have a couple other days that are, um, not as busy for myself, I might go ahead and start making a couple more. I don't know about YouTube as of yet, as of now, uh, podcasting is very efficient for me. Um, and again, too, if you're stuck at that five to 10 K mark and do want to double or triple it, and you are interested in joining the elevated dementia program so we can set you up with the, biz, uh, the systems and processes that we use to get barbers up to that 15 K 20 K 25, 30 K per month mark. Um, I will go ahead and leave a link down below, uh, to go ahead and book a call with me. Um, and we can figure out like, first of all, is your business in the right place? Are you in the right place? And does it make sense for us to work together? Uh, we'll kind of run a diagnosis on your business. Again, too, I don't work with everybody. So if you do get your call canceled, just know um, I will put some directions in what you can do with your business right now um, and some resources that can help you out. Um, but that's just the reality of it. Okay. So um, again, if you're making that under 5k per, mo per month mark, just make sure we can have at least some that war chest up because that is a, that is something that we want to have if we're going to be scaling your business is we want to make sure you're not in a scarcity mode but you do have that war chest and, and typically ideally we want to have like four to six months of living expenses right saved up at least to start scaling this thing up now i'm trying to remember it's been a minute since i made a podcast what do um Oh, I mean, if you enjoyed this podcast and you feel like this would be beneficial for somebody else that you know in the barber industry to hear, uh, by all means, feel free to share it. Um, if you um, also, oh, and also um, if you feel like uh, giving this thing a rating, of course, um, go ahead and leave a review down below. Let me know what your thoughts. Also, if you do leave a review, um, please go ahead and leave your Instagram. I would love to go and check out your work. Uh, I will not be DMing you or anything like that, but I always love to see who is watching. So by all means, if you leave a review down below, please leave your Instagram because I would love to at least check out what you uh, are doing in the barber industry. Um, and again, too, if somebody has sent this to you, just know that they have your best interest in mind and your growth in mind. So you might as well pass this damn thing on as well too, right? Um, other than that, 
Um, 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 um. If you want to check out anything else, of course, uh, any other resources, you can go to the newerabarbering.com uh, and go to the resources section. Either you can look at more podcasts or you can look at the blog videos. Uh, we also have some tools up there uh, as well as some customer interviews that I've done as well too with past students uh, and past barbers who have been through the program who I still currently work with uh, in building up their business. If you want a better idea of that, again, too, if you want to book a call with me to see if you're a good fit for the program, you're at the 5 to 10K per month mark. I want to double or triple that. I'll leave a link uh, to go ahead and send an application and book a call. And then uh, we'll... Go ahead and uh, see if it's the right fit. So with that, might make another one right now. Might go get something to eat. But until then, um, till next time, thank you for uh, always tuning in. And I'll talk to you guys next time.